Theology is oftentimes an adventure in missing the point. Indeed, the image of the theologian conjures, at best, a detached, disinterested spectator on earthly events. But what if a mostly orthodox Christianity had something vital to say to the world around it? What if, in the words of the great black liberation theologian James Cone, theology was really political language? This is Public Theologians. Welcome to an abbreviated version of Public Theologians. I'm Casey Hobbs. This time around, I just want to inform you or update you if you hadn't been keyed in on these stories to a couple of things that are going on in our region here in Alabama. Uh, right now, there are there is a big uh, union push going on with the Amazon workers in Bessemer, Alabama. Um, so this is the furthest along that any any union effort has has got um, in the Amazon world, and it is a big deal. Um, this week, uh, they're starting to do paper ballot voting, um, and the the workers there are trying to decide um, if. Uh, collective um, action and collective um, camaraderie is the way to go and if that union is going to be formed. So um, definitely want to just encourage you to look that up. We're going to put some links in the show notes so that you can follow that. Um, Some really good background information and um, it probably is not something that sticks out or jumps out to you or to me, uh, frankly, as a theological issue, but it absolutely is. So we want to make sure that every single person um, has their voice, every single person has their uh, the power of their um, imago Dei in theological language. The image of God is imprinted in every single person, um, I believe, and hopefully you do too. But um, that is the basis of all of this. Um, this is this goes back theologically um, to um, especially Catholic um, activists uh, throughout the past century. Um, Martin Luther King, um, actually in Memphis when he was assassinated, he was working with sanitation workers um, to to form a union. Um, and to get collective action um, to get rights for those people. Um, So it is absolutely a theological issue um, and something that that we want to to hold up on this show as something that is really worth um, your support in whatever way you can can give uh, your Amazon workers uh, that support. That would be a really big deal. Uh, second thing I want to point out that's happening regionally here in Alabama, um, we've covered um, some of the the prison um, issues in Alabama. There are three mega prisons being built. Um, back in the early winter, we had interviewed Morgan Duckett and Chris Nelson, who were working um, on some some projects to stop the new prison construction in Alabama. Um, and we actually uh, got to connect with 
um, an inside organizer um, inside one of the Alabama prisons uh, named Swift Justice. Um, so that was um, right before Christmas. If you look back, that show is up um, wherever you can find this podcast. I'd really encourage you to hear his voice. Um, but uh, there is a, a man named uh, that goes by the handle of Kinetic Justice, um, and he is a really um, crucial organizer that has been working um, from from his place behind bars um, for many years um, to advocate for um, humane conditions. Um, if you're not familiar with uh, how inhumane the conditions are, um, I will also link a, a show note to um, the DOJ report on Alabama prisons in particular um, and just how brutal those can be um, to the people that um, reside there. Um, but this, uh, this story with Kinetic Justice recently um, on uh, Friday, January 29th, um, Kinetic Justice asked officers why they had beaten an elderly prisoner um, on his cell block, um, and there became a situation where three prison guards um, beat uh, Kinetic Justice uh, within uh, inches of his life. Um, so I'm going to read from an article I'm quoting from uh, Bayview. Um, and it says, quote, Kinetic Justice suffered serious head injuries, a punctured lung, and one of his teeth was knocked out from the root. Kinetic was transported to the University of Alabama Birmingham Hospital Trauma Unit. His cellmate, Daryl Shaw, said, quote, You don't have to be an activist to be subject to these beatings. They are constantly telling us that our gang is bigger and badder than your gang. That is the culture here. The aftermath of the beating was posted to social media, and you'll find that link in the show notes as well. Um, the beating comes on the heels of a 30-day blackout boycott initiated by Kinetic Justice. He and his close comrades and friends had for have formed the Alabama Resistance Movement, um, and it's been working closely with Alabama college students. Um, one of the key college students is Morgan Duckett, um, the aforementioned a really great activist that we had the pleasure of speaking with um, a couple months back. I have reached out to Morgan, and hopefully we can get him on the show to do a standalone um, update on uh, on kinetic justice and his situation. Um, but particularly as a show that is rooted in, in theological practice um, and in the public um, outliving of our theology, I just want to... Um, bring his story to your uh, to your attention um, so this this man kinetic justice um, he seems to be uh, his condition seems to be sort of stable um, but it is also really hard to find information usually um, it seems that we get information like this um, way after the fact um, so I just want to um, you know, if you if you feel like you need to make a phone call to Governor Kay Ivey um, or to the Alabama Department of Corrections Commissioner Jeff Dunn, um, I'm going to put their phone numbers in the show notes to just call them and let them know that um, it's not right to um, beat and torture uh, people in our custody um, because you know as citizens of um, Alabama, if you're local to me, or just citizens of um, our nation, it's not right for our 
tax dollars and for our support to go to beating fellow human beings. Um, that's just not right. So I just wanted to bring their attention uh, as well, bring, bring kind of uh, the plight of these prisoners to your attention right now. Um, I'm also going to link in the show notes to um, an interview that Kinetic Justice's mother gave to Democracy Now! Um, last week. So uh, that will be available as well. I also did want to just have a quick little conversation with you um, about why this show focuses like it does on theologians um, and on the political. So um, I've heard a few different times, uh, actually with some amazing guests lately, um, where they said, I'm not a theologian. And my contention is that we are all theologians because everything we do says something about how we, what we think about God, um, what uh, we think about God, God and how we treat our neighbor. Um, if we go back to the words of Jesus um, about the first command, uh, first greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God uh, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. Um, so in Jesus' view and in Jesus' construct, loving your neighbor and loving God is one and the same. So we are all theologians, no matter what, where you fall on the spectrum, no matter what faith you subscribe to, um, your actions, your thoughts, your life says something about who you think God is. So congratulations, you are a theologian. And also, um, I, I do believe strongly uh, that everything we do is political. Of course, that doesn't mean that everything we do is partisan. Um, that not everything we do falls into Democrat or Republican uh, categories. And uh, certainly, um, much of the issues that we see in our day-to-day -day life are created by a kind of a bipartisan consensus. Um, so it's definitely not a situation where uh, you need to be in the right camp to be a good uh, practitioner of political life, but our politics do come out of who we are, um, and our politics are really just in how we are looking at our world and changing it for the better. Um, so that that is that could be in really small things, just in how we treat our neighbors, um, to how we vote, um, to how we advocate for folks um, that. Uh, could use our support and our lifting up. So um, I just wanted to point out, and, and this goes back to the James Cone quote um, that we lead off our show with, is that uh, theology is political language. And whether you're cognizant, whether I'm cognizant um, of the constant stream of theology that is being run through my life or your life or... Um, the political ramifications of of what we do it's all um saying something about our who we think god is and how we treat our neighbor and how we want the world to be. and that's our show thank you so much for listening our theme music is by small fish our art is by phil nellis we would love it if you'd share this episode if you'll get a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. 
And we also have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash Hobbs where you can support us for as little as $3 per month. Now go in peace to love and serve.